0: Hello, dear friends, and welcome to Radu's podcast with stories from all over the world. I am excited to share with you the third chapter of the greatest story ever told. Simbad was thrown in jail for the rest of his life, and after years and years of struggles and ordeals, he meets the old man that teaches him about life. One day, while they were digging their escape tunnel through the jail walls, a few rocks fell on the old man's head and he was mort. Simba took his place in a bag and the guards of the jail threw him in the ocean over the jail walls. When he reached the bottom of the ocean Simba took out of his pocket a tiny wooden dagger that the old man made for him out of a piece of wood from a chair. He cut the bag open and swam out of the water. He had his first breath of freedom. And started swimming away from the jail walls. As he was swimming away from the jail walls, the water became very violent, the waves were huge, and it was also dark. A piece of driftwood hit Simbad the sailor in the head and he lost his consciousness. Somehow, holding onto the driftwood, Sinbad glided over the water. Like a cloud in the sky, the water took him. To shore. And when he opened the eyes, Simbad was on a beach. This beach had the softest sand he could feel in his hands, and he squeezed it and rubbed it all over his body. He even rubbed the sand over his face. He wanted to see how it feels again. To be with your feet on land, to feel it, to be free. And he got up and screamed, Yahoo! I am free. And he started running up and down the beach like a crazy man in his rags. He barely had underwear on him because the jail never gave him any clean clothes. So he had to wear the same clothes for years on end. And he ran on the beach. He never wanted to stop. He had a strange feeling that someone was watching him. And of course, when he stopped and looked to the side, there were a bunch of men dressed in pirate and sailor clothes. Watching him, they all started laughing because it took him but forever to realize that they were there. He was smitten with a feeling of freedom. One of them was small and stocky and very strong. Came to him and said, "My friend, I see you are not far from the island of If, and the island of If has the biggest jail for criminals. So I'm wondering if you're a criminal or just a crazy man running up and down the beach." In his tiny underwear. Yes, it is true. I am a criminal. I was thrown over the jail walls. My name is Simbad the Sailor. Who are you? Replied our hero. My name is Jacobo. And I am a pirate. I am the chief of these pirates. And we came here to bury one of our treasures that we stole from a bank. Not far away from here. But now because you saw us, we cannot let you go free. We'll have to return you to the jail or you will have to be mort. What should we do with you? said Jacobo. Jacobo was a very jovial fellow, so Simba didn't lose hope. He knew he was not going to be returned to the jail because of his skills that he learned from the old man. The pirates could use him, so he had an idea, he said. Well, Jacobo, let me challenge you to a fight. We can make any fight you want. And if uh, I lose, I work for you for free. And I'm a skilled sailor. And if I win, I work for you as well. So you win in both ways. Challenge accepted, screamed Jacobo, and everybody cheered and clapped in excitement. I am the best skilled dagger fighter in my crew, and you will pay for your insolence, said Jacobo laughing a daring fight started. Jacobo pulled out his metal dagger. That was a little bit rusty, but you could tell he had some skills and the dagger was used before. Simba didn't have a dagger, but he pulled out the tiny piece of wood the old man gave him. and He was using his head movement to go left and go right, go in and out of range of fight. And Jacobo was so surprised because he's never seen such a dagger fighter but it was more than that simba se- had several skills that jacobo didn't know how to deal with and at one point simba scratches jacobo's big belly with a wooden knife and blood spills so the spirits get even more excited in return jacobo cuts Simbad over the arm with his metal rusty dagger and blood spills again and they wrestle on the ground and Simbad gets on top of him, and he says, "Do you give up, Jacobo, or should I continue?" "I give up," I give up," replies Jacobo. "Because you spared my life, Simbad, I will be forever indebted with you, and until I save your life in return, I will never leave your side," said Jacobo. "You can trust the word of a pirate, and I am a gypsy pirate, so I always keep my word." All the pirates were really happy because they won a friend in Simbad. And Simbad was really skilled and he was a good man. So they picked him up and they started laughing and clapping and screaming, hurrah, hurrah. They opened big bottles of orange juice and wine and brought fresh fruits and a sort of clean clothes for Simbad. They left the island all together in their pirate boat to do piratey things. And they went on huge adventures for a very long time until they reached the port of Baghdad. Baghdad, if you guys remember, it's the hometown of Sinbad. It's where it all began, where his family was, where his friends, Chobanid, was she still there? How about Zahim? His friend Zahim from long time ago, Zahim deserved it all. Was he still around? All these ca- questions came to Simbad's head, and he was sharing them with Jacobo. Jacobo knew his story already. He waited on the boat. He told Jacobo to go and check on the house he grew up in, see if his father is still there, if Chobanid still lives in the castle nearby. When Jacobo returned on the boat, he spilled the beans. Simbad's dad was mort. Chobanid was married to Zahim. What a shock! And even more than that, they even had a son. So the love of his life, Chobanid married the man who betrayed him. Simbad was struck. He was so sad he didn't come out of his cabin from the boat for days on end. I'm not hungry, he would say to Jacobo when he would bring him his soup. I don't want to see the light. I don't want to do anything. But Jacobo gave him hope. He said, Master, friend, let's go rent a tiny felucca and go find your treasure. That's going to give us a little bit leverage. And after that, we can make a plan and get back to them. And you can fight Zahim any way you want. I can't believe Zahim betrayed you. And Chobanid, I don't even want to think about her anymore. Let's go, Master. I'm going to get a felucca for us. When Jacobo returned with the tiny felucca, it was night already. But Simbad reached down into his coat pocket and pulled out the map. The map that the old man put together. The map that they will follow to reach the biggest treasure ever to be found. Take west, said Simbad to Jacobo. How do you know which way to go, Master? It's night. I followed the stars, Jacobo, remember? I followed the stars. Less than a day away, they reached an island that was all made of stones. There was very little vegetation on it. But it made this island special because it had a stone that looked exactly like an elephant. And on the map, there was a tiny drawing that looked like an elephant. So Simbad knew he was in the right place. Right at the bottom of this big elephant stone, they reached a cave. And inside the dark cave, there was water, the clearest water that you could imagine. You could see the bottom of it. And right at the bottom of the water, there were huge cases, wooden cases. Some had locks on them, but some were wide open. And you could see the sparkling metals and precious stones sprinkling and sparkling in the water light. Sinbad and Jacobo jumped in the water and swam underneath. They were exquisite swimmers by now and they could hold their breath under the water for many minutes on end. They reached the cases and put their hands in the precious metals. There were coins of all shapes and sizes, stones, red ones, yellow ones, even white ones. They found handful of pearls Black pearls, even pink pearls, the size of eggs. The treasure was immensurate. They thought about it, looked at each other under the water and smiled. They just became the richest people on the planet. What are they going to do with all this? On their return to Baghdad, Jacobo was sent to purchase a castle. And he purchased the same house where the general and nappy used to live in. He just opened one of the cases to the owner and let all the precious stone fall out of it in his eyes and the eyes of the owner fell into his mouth and he said "Sold you just bought yourself the most beautiful castle in the whole county of Baghdad" and Jacobo smiled he knew another story is about to begin the biggest and greatest story of his life with no worries and lots of adventures the end. Thank you for listening to the third chapter of The Greatest Story Ever Told. Please tune in, subscribe to our channel so you can hear when I post the fourth chapter that will follow with beautiful adventures and exciting news about Simbad and Chobanid returning to each other. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.